Welcome, and thank you for downloading Movement Christian Church's sermon podcast. Here at Movement, we are passionate about God's Word and helping each other move closer to God. Thank you for choosing to grow with us today. And now, here's our lead minister, Bobby Wallace. We are starting this new series called Nothing Changes If Nothing Changes. You know, I don't know about you guys, are you big New Year's resolution people? You just go ahead and admit and failure, right? You're just like, no need to try. Better myself? Nah. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, at times, I've been a New Year's resolution person. I've actually had a little bit of success, but I've had some also some epic failures. But, you know, a lot of us, you know, we just decide there's no point, right? There's no point. And I want to read to you a few. Uh, if you want some resolutions, there's still time. Here's a few that, you know, maybe you could plug into your life before, you know, we get too far into 2023. Um, and these are a little bit, you know, tongue-in-cheek. I resolve to be just a little bit nicer to people who do exactly what I want. That's a good one. You could try that one. Um, my New Year's resolution is to stop hanging out with people who ask me about my New Year's resolution. Maybe that's a good one for you. Um, this one got me, it made me chuckle. I don't know if it will you. My New Year's resolution is to eat until I'm no longer cold. That's, that's worth giving a shot. This one is really good because a lot of times they're health related, you know, buy new clothes big enough to account for next year's holiday. I like this one. My new year's resolution is to pretend to be a better person in the new year. There you go. That's a good one. Um, I don't know if you're going to like this one. It's made me laugh. I've got a weird sense of humor. Start smoking to lose weight. I'm not not advocating for that, but it just made me laugh. Um, Let me see. There's a couple more I want to share with you. Uh, Most most commonly, people choose a New Year's resolution about getting in shape. I choose round. And round is a shape, right? That's a good one. Uh, Let me see. There's a couple more I want to share with you. This is for my, my tech geek nerd friends, all right? My New Year's resolution is 1080 pixels. A couple of y'all got that one, okay. I didn't think it was that funny, but I just wanted to, you know, cover everybody, right? Um, and then, uh, let me see here, oh, one more. I resolve to check my email at least once in 2023. Can anybody do that when my wife needs to do it? There you go, my wife does it. My wife has a quarter of a billion unread emails. Yeah. It's really nice. So she has about 12 email accounts because you didn't know they could reach a max level. Um, she's got multiple emails. Anyway, but we want to talk about what it really means to, to, uh, to have a new attitude. And the idea of the series is just simply that nothing changes if nothing changes. We have the idea that we want to get stronger. We want to get healthier. And as we said, a lot of times resolutions are around our physical stuff, about exercise, about health and all that sort of stuff. And so we want to take that idea of exercise and getting healthier and sort of plug it into our spiritual life because it's a really common idea that we see in scripture. Um, but I want to share a few things with you before because, you know, you guys have already admitted you're not really big into resolutions, but here's some statistics on exactly how well a lot of us do on resolutions. 38.5% of U.S. adults set New, Year, set New Year's re- resolutions every year. 38.5%. 59% of young adults, 18 to 34, and I just wanted to break that to you gently because if you're over 34, you're not a young adult anymore. St- statistics, they don't lie, right? Um, 
but uh, 59% of that age group have New Year's resolutions, which makes us the largest demographic that sets these goals. Um, here's an, an interesting number. 48% of the people who set resolutions want to exercise more, making it, of course, the most popular resolution. The top three are almost always health-related. 23% quit in the very first week. 23% quit in the very first week. Only 36% make it past the first month. And here's a little bit of light, a little glimmer of hope. 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. 9%. All right, hey, that's something, right? So I got a question. Why do we fail when we fail to keep the New Year's resolutions that maybe we set? More often than not, it's because we did nothing different to initiate change. Am I right? I mean, you think about it. We set a goal to get up earlier, but we still stay up late. So it's not going to be easy to get up earlier if you stay up late every night. Uh, we set a goal to lose weight, but we eat fast food four times a week. Probably not going to help us in that goal to lose weight. We set a goal to maybe read more books, but we download a new social media app and to add to the three we're already on. So you're already doing something that's going to take away time from what you want to do to add good in your life. So there's a lot of truth in that statement and in the idea that nothing changes if what? If nothing changes. If you don't change some things, if you don't change your focus, your mindset, if you don't change your habits, if you don't change anything, nothing is going to change in your life. So there's a great truth to that statement. And a lot of times we've heard that quote that's been attributed to Albert Einstein many, many times. Insanity is doing what? The same thing over and over again and expect to trip and land in the gym, do we? It just doesn't happen. But a lot of us, that's the way we live our lives. We set the goal of, you know, we're going to go and we're going to start working out and then we drive right by the gym. Oh yeah, there's the gym. You know, that's what we do. So the first two factors that I believe will help us change our lives in 2023 for the better, our spiritual lives, just like an exercise, are these two things. Consistency and endurance. And that's not super exciting. <laughs> but it's true. It's real. Most of us, we don't see real strength or change in our strength and our health and our weight or our bodies in general because of one glaring element, that first idea, consistency. You know, we work out once or twice a week and we don't see any change. I have been so guilty of that. Um, you can ask my wife. You know, I'll like, you know, I'll go and I'll do one push-up and I'll be in the mirror and be like, you know, I'll be looking and I'm like, nothing's changed, you know. And then the next morning I'll be like, man, I did one push-up yesterday. Nothing's different. I quit. You know, because we get that way. We don't develop what? Consistency. You have to work out more than just a push-up every single day if you want to see some change in your life. Well, the same thing is true in our spiritual lives. The same thing is true in our spiritual health. There's three areas that I really believe that we need to build consistency in if we're going to grow stronger. And I will go ahead and tell you, these are things we talk about a lot. We talk about them a lot. And so there's going to be a temptation for you, especially if you're a regular here or probably at any church, there's going to be a real temptation for you to just sort of tune this out. But what will people who are really big into health and exercise tell you? You got to eat right, you got to exercise, you got to get good rest, you got to drink water. And if anybody tells you there's a lot of different other things, they're probably just trying to sell you something. 
There's just some basic things that you got to do. But the problem is, is that we don't often do them, and then we don't do them with, what's the magic word? Consistency. So we're going to talk about these three areas that we need consistency really quick. First is Bible reading. Bible reading. Um, the American Bible Society did a survey in this, this past year, 2022, the number of people who read the Bible three to four times a year dropped 11 points from 50% down to 39%. Only 39% of Americans say they read the Bible three to four times a year or more. The unrighteous judge says, and will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So Jesus tells this story of this unjust judge who gives this woman who's persistent what she wants, and he's saying, that guy was wicked, that guy was unjust, your God, my Father, me, I am good. So I want you to ask and ask and ask when you've got something on your heart. Don't worry. I'm, that's my inflection into that based on other things Jesus said. Don't worry about it, but ask and won't I do it speedily. Trust him and pray consistently. Be consistent in prayer. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, pray without ceasing. That's consistent if I've ever seen it. And here's just a couple of quick tips that'll help you actually do that. Because it's easy to say, oh, pray consistently, and then what? Nothing changes if... Now, you've already forgotten. <laughs> I know you were partying hard last night, watching Ohio State take an L, but man, come on. Sorry, I couldn't resist. But here's a couple of quick things, three quick things that'll help you pray consistently, maybe a little bit better. Pray with other people. Scary, but it's biblical, and there's power in it. Pray with other people. And I'll tell you right now, don't just say you're going to pray for somebody. Stop right then and there and pray with them. It might be terrifying to you, but I'm telling you, you unlock something in here and in here when you do that. And you bless that other person in ways that they can't even imagine. Because a lot of us, when we ask somebody to pray, we automatically think, oh, they're not going to pray. Even though everybody's got good intentions, stop and pray right then and there. Stop and pray. Well, here's another area that we need to build consistency. Connecting with the body, the church. We need to build consistency in that. We talk about all of these very, very frequently, but there's a reason why. I know I'm, you know, clanging this gong, you know, I'm, I'm beating this dead horse, but the problem is, is that we don't practice many of these things that we need to do consistently. You know, you look at statistics and church attendance is down all over the world, or excuse me, all over the country, I should say. It's probably not over the world, but over the country. And there are many people who honestly haven't even returned to churches since COVID. They're not taking advantage of online church. They're not taking advantage of being together in person. And um, I, one of the things I noticed was uh, right before Christmas, um, I noticed that a lot of people were on Facebook and on social media, and they were people who attend churches were, were bashing churches because some churches decided not to have in-person services on Christmas Day. Um, I, you know, we were attempting to, but we couldn't get access to our building, and we did an online thing. And, um, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm for it. I'm for meeting in person, all that sort of good stuff. But 
I was bothered by people bashing the church when doing it on social media. I was really bothered by it. And if you don't know me, um, I'll go ahead and apologize. I can be pretty sarcastic. Uh, and I noticed I've got a lot of friends all across the country who were, you know, saying things about churches that decided to not have in-person service. And I was noticing a trend, not with all, but with some, that some of them didn't always go to church that regularly any other day of the year. And so I made up this meme. And I will say, oh, don't show it yet, don't show it yet. I made up this meme. I've, I've matured. I have matured. I did not post it on social media. I did not post on social media, but I'm only so mature. And so I've got to show you guys today. All right, here's the meme that I made, hopefully. Some of y'all miss a lot of Sundays to be bashing churches for canceling Christmas, but that's none of my business. I'm just trying to put a little bit of humor to it. But here's the thing. <laughs> and probably, you know, probably anybody who'd be offended by that, if they go to our church, they're not here today anyway, so they won't be offended. So y'all don't tell them. Don't tell them. It's, it's our secret. It's our secret. But I know some of y'all are really turned off right now. I, I apologize. I need Jesus. That's all I got to say. But here's my thought. We need to be consistent, and we need to, you know, you know, I think about some of the people that don't really attend church that regularly were getting on churches about not, I'm like, you're probably just mad because you canceled half of their Sundays that they go to church. You know, you cancel Christmas, they go on Easter, so, you know, they're probably a little bit struggling. But we need to build consistency. We need to build consistency in being with the church you need connection with the body. The body needs connection with you. Commit to being with the church. Join a connect group. Get deeper involved. Serve. Give. Build meaningful relationships. Last night, uh, I want to say thank you to the Alarcon family. They hosted uh, a New Year's Eve get-together for some of the church family. We had a really good time. We, we need to be in each other's homes. I know COVID really took a big dent out of that, and it just makes people feel weird, but we need to welcome one another. We need to practice hospitality. We need to spend time around a table at a restaurant or any each other's homes together to build some consistent relationships. So most importantly, be consistent. And if you consistently practice these things, guess what? It will build endurance. Runners, athletes, they build endurance through consistency day in and day out. It's been said many times before, champions are made in practice. You know, you know, Michael Jordan one of the best basketball players, I would say the best basketball player to ever play on the planet, he didn't just show up on game day and just use his talent and ability to beat everybody. Now, that was a huge part of it. He was so much more talented than almost everybody else he was playing against, but he did it when he practiced. He did it. He, he demanded perfection out of people, and when he didn't get it, he let them know. You know, he was kind of a jerk about it sometimes, but the point is, is that he did it day in and day out. He was, became a champion through practice. Anybody who's successful at anything, whether it be sports or, you know, business or just being a good mom or dad, it happens in the small, tiny details. Am I right? Consistency over time is what builds endurance for us to finish strong. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says this, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. The Apostle Paul challenged us 
Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that you're, excuse me, that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. No matter what, don't give up. Always standing strong, as it says, abounding in the work. It says abounding in the work of the Lord. What does that bring to your mind? Is that just a little bit of work? You know, abounding is overflowing. It's just continual. It's just nonstop. Abound in the work of the Lord, wherever you are. That's not just something we do when we gather together. Yes, there's opportunities to serve. There's opportunities to to show light and, and share the love of Jesus. But do it at your home. Do it at your workplace. Do it when you're out at the store. Abound in the work of the Lord and build your endurance through consistency. I've seen a lot of people on Facebook and social media talking about how they're so glad to see 2022 gone because it was hard for a lot of people. So was 2021. So was 2020. It's been difficult. But I want to encourage you, if you are a believer, if you're in Jesus, and if you're not, we'd love to help you get there. Anything you do for God is not in vain. You know that? It says your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You might have felt like 2022 was kind of a bust. It was kind of a waste. But anything that you did and anything that you do moving forward for God is not in vain. Did you hear me? It's not in vain. Keep serving. Endure. Be consistent. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 says this. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Hold fast, it says, to our hope. And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near, hold fast to your hope. Cling to it. Take this opportunity, as we said earlier, you know, God's mercies are new every morning. But tell yourself, okay, I've got a new year. It's a fresh start. You can start over today, and if you screw up, you can start over tomorrow. And guess what? You will screw up. But start over and say, God, you've given me this new year. I'm going to be different this year. I'm going to build consistency in my walk with you, and I'm going to build endurance that way. I'm going to cling to Jesus. I'm going to be with the church family. I'm going to encourage one another. I'm going to practice these, these disciplines in my life. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to spend time in prayer. I'm going to do all these things more consistently. Encourage one another. He says more and more as what? You see the day approaching if you've been inconsistent welcome to the club (laughs) I've messed up so many times so many times in my walk with Jesus I've made so many mistakes I've let people down I'm not even talking before I went in ministry I'm talking since I'm talking about this past week (laughs) You know, I've been so inconsistent, but it's good news that God is full of grace and that you can have the opportunity to start fresh and build consistency and build endurance. 
maybe you've had trouble being consistent. You've had trouble enduring. You just want to quit way too often. And maybe you quit sometimes. Don't focus on the many areas that you struggle in because you're just going to beat yourself up so bad and just keep quitting. So I encourage you to take one of these areas we talked about today. Just find one and start right there. Start right there with that one. Maybe for you, it's committing to being here more consistently when we gather on Sunday mornings as a church family. Maybe for you, it's joining a connect group to get a little deeper involved in relationships and studying God's word with people. Maybe for you, it's serving more regularly. Maybe for you, it's praying continually through your day. But start with one and build consistency and that'll build your endurance. Jesus shared a message to the churches in Revelation. He said, be faithful until death and I'll give you the crown of life. And so if I could leave you with this one little phrase to end this message that kicks off 2023, is hold on. Hold on. Endure. Cling to Jesus because he is the one, he's the only one who's strong enough to get you through. So if you cling to him and... Thank you for listening to Movement Christian Church's sermon podcast. Want to learn more about us? You can do that by visiting our website at movementchristianchurch.com or on our app available on iOS and Android devices under Movement NC.